Hi, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the slip opinion from the Supreme Court of the United States in the District of Columbia versus Westby, argued October 4th, 2017, decided January 22nd, 2018. District of Columbia police officers responded to a complaint about loud music and illegal activities in a vacant house. Inside, they found the house nearly barren and in disarray. The officers smelled marijuana and observed beer bottles and cups of liquor on the floor, which was dirty. They found a makeshift strip club in the living room and a naked woman and several men in an upstairs bed bedroom. Many partygoers scattered when they saw the uniformed officers, and some hid. The officers questioned everyone and got inconsistent stories. Two women identified Peaches as the house's tenant and said that she had given partygoers permission to have the party. But Peaches was not there. When the officers spoke by phone to Peaches, she was nervous, agitated, and evasive. At first, she claimed that she was renting the house and had given partygoers permission to have the party, but she eventually admitted that she did not have permission to use the house. The owner confirmed that he had not given anyone permission to be there. The officers then arrested the partygoers for unlawful entry. Several partygoers sued for false arrest under Fourth Amendment and district law. The district court concluded that the officers lacked probable cause to arrest the partygoers for unlawful entry and that two of the officers, petitioners here, were not entitled to qualified immunity. A divided panel of the D.C. Circuit affirmed. Held. 1. The officers had probable cause to arrest the partygoers. Considering the totality of the circumstances, Marilyn v. Pringle, the officers made an entirely reasonable inference that the partygoers knew they did not have permission to be in the house. Taken together, the condition of the house and the conduct of the partygoers allowed the officers to make several common-sense conclusions about human behavior. Illinois v. Gates because most homeowners do not live in such conditions or permit such activities in their homes, the officers could infer, infer that the partygoers knew that the party was not authorized. The officers also could infer that the partygoers knew that they were not supposed to be in the house because they scattered and hid when the officers arrived. See Illinois versus Wardlow. The partygoers' vague and implausible answers to questioning also gave the officers reason to infer that the partygoers were lying and that their lies suggested a guilty mind. Devin Peck versus Alford. Peach's lying and evasive behavior gave the officers reason to discredit everything she said. The officers also could have inferred that she lied when she said she had invited the partygoers to the house, or that she told the partygoers that she was not actually renting the house. The panel majority failed to follow two basic and well-established principles of law. First, it viewed each fact in isolation, rather than as a factor in the totality of the circumstances. Pringle. Second, it believed it could dismiss outright any circumstances that were susceptible of innocent explanation. United States versus Arvizu. Instead, it should have asked whether a reasonable officer could conclude, considering all of the surrounding circumstances, including the plausibility of explanation itself, that there was 
quote, a substantial chance of criminal activity. Gates. The officers are entitled to qualified immunity. As relevant here, officers are entitled to qualified immunity under 42 U.S.C. 1983, unless the unlawfulness of their conduct was, quote-unquote, clearly established at the time. To to be clearly established, a legal principle must be, quote-unquote, settled law, Hunter versus Bryant. It must clearly prohibit the officer's conduct in the particular circumstances before him. See Sauscher versus Katz. In the warrantless arrest context, a body of relevant case law is usually necessary to, quote, clearly establish the answer with respect to probable cause. Rousseau versus Haugen. Even assuming that the officers lacked actual probable cause to arrest the partygoers, they are entitled to qualified immunity, because given the circumstances with which they were confronted, they reasonably but mistakenly concluded that probable cause was present. Anderson versus Creighton. The panel majority and partygoers have failed to identify a single precedent finding a Fourth Amendment violation under single, similar circumstances. Uh, White versus Pauley. And this is not an obvious case where the body of relevant case law is unnecessary. Brousseau. Instead of following this straightforward analysis, the panel majority reasoned that, under clearly established district law, suspects' bona fide belief of a right to enter vitiates probable cause to arrest for unlawful entry. Thus it concluded that the uncontroverted evidence of an invasion in this case meant that the officers could not infer the partygoers' intent from the other circumstances or disbelieve their story. But looking at the entire legal landscape at the time of the arrest, a reasonable officer could have interpreted the law as permitting the arrests here. There was no controlling case holding that a bona fide belief of a right to enter defeats probable cause. That officers cannot infer a suspect's guilty state of mind based on his conduct alone, or that officers must accept a suspect's innocent explanation at face value. In several proceedings, precedents suggested the opposite.